Welcome to the Horror Junkies Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things horror. I'm your host, Mike. I'm Pat. I'm Dylan. Ooh. Uh oh. Where's George? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm George. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I could have swore like you crossed you over so to the sad. other side for a minute. <laughs> you were so that sad. Last week when he's like, hi, I'm Jorge. Hi. hi I'm Jorge. Dude, it's just my sad eyebrows, man. I don't know. You don't have eyebrows. For those of you, I mean, they'll see it because I'm going to post this video on our YouTube channel. But George is the damn ghoul. Yeah. And George he has to wear it for the entire episode. <laughs> they take your should... eyebrows when you die. Oh, I should put lipstick and eyebrows on the Sheikos. You should. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I'm here for that. No, because then everyone's um... going to try and kiss you and you would coded. <laughs> Just kiss the ghoul to George. We'll charge 25 cents. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear a little, uh, like, freaking, like, a little sign hanging from my neck. Yep. Kiss the ghoul, 25 cents. Um, but we're back. It's another week, another episode. It's the week of Halloween. Ooh. Insert sound Ooh. effect here. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> what are y'all doing for Halloween? What are y'all doing? Well, first, since you brought that up on Halloween, for anyone who lives in the Orlando area... Um, Sanford, Oviedo, you listen to this fucking show or you follow us on social media. We did a collab. And it's a fat collab. We have Ooh. a sandwich <laughs> coming out from Pom Pom's Tea House. For all those in the Orlando area. For all of you is. ghouls and goblins that <laughs> are over here um, that go to that place. It's called the Flatliner. When we pitched them the idea, uh, ingredients gave, TBH, huh? What'd Said you ingredients TBH. Yeah, we don't know the ingredients. We gave them an idea, and, and the broad idea we gave them was some type of breakfast sandwich with bacon and eggs and sausage and cheese, with French toast bread with a maple dipping sauce, and they were like. Fuck yeah, we're gonna make this even better. And they, t- all they told us today is that it's huge. And then, and then with this, they designed. Yes, it is. It's, it has huge. It's, it has to be huge. If we're Orlando's fattest podcast, we deserve to have the the, the biggest sandwich you can create. Yeah, we and, can't. You know, we can't claim it and not be it. You know, exactly. <sighs> There's also gonna the be ghoul grits. Whatever the fuck ghoul grits. grits are, they're grits but ghoulish apparently. Uh, I, um, I I wish I could try them. I won't be in town though. So. I know. I was kind of hoping that. I was wondering when your flight came back. I didn't know if you flew Monday. on Sunday or Monday. Monday. Maybe you want you want me to buy you one and then I'll I'll, I'll keep it in an oven. <laughs> then I'll mail it to you. No gr- grits. You, grits you got to eat when you make them. It, that's true. You can't eat cold grits. If I you mean, eat day old grits, you're a fucking psychopath. Well, you can make you can make grit cakes out of them, which are that's always true. good, but. But um, maybe we'll get it to go for Dylan and hope for the best. Maybe I just want a video of uh, Pat eating it. Oh yeah, (laughs) it's gonna be. There's gonna be so many videos of all. I want it slow motion. I want slow motion frames a second. It better be sloppy, (laughs) messy, gooey. You mean like Uh, Pat? Yes, one hundred percent. But um, yeah, so because of that, this episode is brought to you by Pom Poms because we're doing a collab. We're promoting them. 
but yeah, so we'll post more of that um, probably starting tomorrow once they start giving us the promo, which you guys don't really, you guys won't care because this show will be released on Friday, so then you'll probably have already seen it, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, well, how your guys' day been? It's a fucking ghoulish Wednesday. It sure is. Everyone, Dylan had an exciting encounter before the show. I'm very upset. I'm it still was, upset. I'm, it was, I'm, it, I'm smoking it was weed like I'm, I'm smoking weed like a psychopath, trying to calm down after the fucking shit I just dealt with. And it's like I've moved. I moved into this house like in February, and. Uh, it's a great house. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love it. But like I've had all my pipes repiped. I've had uh, my AC repaired. And then like I sat, I, you know, I put my clothes in the washer because I'm going out of town tomorrow. And I put clothes in the washer so I could dry them and pack them and I have clean clothes. Well, uh, <laughs> the appliances had a different thing planned <laughs> for me. So um, I opened up the washer and I go, did this motherfucker even wash his clothes? Uh, kind of. There is a giant pool of water at the bottom of my washer. I don't know what that is. I'm not Tim the Tool Man fucking Taylor, so I don't know. <laughs> so I wrung out my fucking clothes into the sink like a fucking pilgrim, and I am putting it on a 75-minute no-heat cycle, cycle in the dryer. Yeah. Because I don't want these shirts to be fucking dried and then fucking turn into crop tops when they shrink. So. I mean, crop tops are in, man. You could rock it. Mm, no, or Chucky's crop no. Top, I'm just saying. No, <laughs> just saying. we can't be like we're the fattest podcast. Check out our crop tops that we're in. It's like <laughs> you guys show up the good somehow, right? Yeah, right. Slapping stomachs, bro. Shoot. Uh, but that sucks. I'm sure your clothing will be fine, Dylan. Don't you worry about it. We'll you... see. I just have a lot of bootlegs and stuff from friends that. Yeah. I like a lot that they, you know, once they're gone, they're gone. And like, so if they get fucked up, then I'm just going to, you know, I'll be sad about it. But yeah, yeah I'll no, get over I sure it. They'll be fine. Well, you've been doing ghoul. By ghoul, I mean Jorge. Ghoulin and boolin. Ghoulin and boolin. Oh, yeah. boolin. Cool. I, uh, I walked through Dylan's walls last night and I broke his washer. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't see why you would do that. Yeah, that seems kind of cruel, but all right. We're on Instagram together. Because it's almost all Hollow's Eve. It's because it's your post got more likes than mine, so. Dang. Oh. Yeah. Pat, what have you been doing? You're looking, you're looking saucy there. Me? No, I'm just chilling. <laughs> chilling. Pat's just Pat. Pat's just Pat. What are you doing for Halloween, Pat? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I have fucking no idea what I'm doing. He's supposed to be finding a party that we can go to. Yeah. A party? A party? Party. Just drive around Hall- the neighborhoods and see party. if anyone's playing Monster Mash out of their garage. That's my kind of party. My ex coworkers throwing a party on the 30th if you guys want to go. But that's about it. <laughs> All right, yo, post the address it on Twitter, like, bro. It just feels like every year it's harder and harder to find like, a Halloween party. I just feel and like their address is... <laughs> Say yeah, it on the podcast. Just, we just blast it on the podcast. <laughs> blast it on the Come airwaves. Through, hang out. <laughs> All these random people show up. Five hundred people show up. <laughs> it's gonna be like the party. From, it's gonna be like the party from Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> um, What's the point of going out? I'm not going out with you guys. You know exactly. But, I'm uh, going out. I'm not going out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'll be in a different city. So that's true. You ain't hanging out with us on the All Hallows Eve. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, Sleepy Hollow on the 30th cool. to go to do a little exploring there. Uh, well, I'd like to go to Salem, 
that seems like a town that's really embraced. I mean, I, I haven't seen photos of Sleepy Hollow. I don't know what it looks like. I know what Salem looks like. Salem yeah. looks really cool. That's a place. Salem has a cool, to. like a like a cool um, Halloween f- festival. That's usually you know those two twins that tattoo out of Salem. They do a lot yes. of black work. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They host like a huge Salem carnival of something. I can't remember the name oh. of it, but it, it lasts like the twenty eighth through the thirty first, like all weekend or something like that. Because um, uh-huh. we were planning on going to it this year, um, we were going to do a trip to Salem, but we. I, that's definitely on my bucket list. There's always other times. Maybe we do it next year. We'll just all take a trip together. In Gucci that would be Shader. epic. If it's well, if I have dry clothes, I'll go. I'll huh? go to anything if my clothes are fucking dry. <laughs> I'm going to have to pack some extra sheets. Extra sheets for George, definitely. <laughs> um, but before we get into the show, I mean, we've got a fun show planned for you. We watched two fun... Movies. I mean, I like them. This, <laughs> I, I don't know how about you guys feel about them, um, but we're going to talk about Hell House LLC and then Hell House LLC Two. Uh, we're not talking about the third one, Lake of Fire. Is that what it's called? I think it's called Lake of Fire. Lake of Fire. I, Lake of Fire. Hold I'm on. definitely <laughs> probably watching that tomorrow, though. Let me, well, uh, I just let me... re- I just remembered y'all were like, let's watch Hell House One, and then like, well, what about Hell House Two? Yeah, we could watch yeah, that. Lake of Fire. What about Hell House Three? No. No, no, we're cutting <laughs> so, it off. I've never seen it. I don't know if you guys have. I've seen have. parts of the third one. I don't think I've watched it all. Um, but before we get into the movies, uh, just some fun. It is. It is called a yeah. Lake of Fire. Um, there's some cool things happening in the, the horror universe, in the news world. Um, one of these things is um, a director that we all love and hold dear, Robert Eggers. Um, his new movie, um, which is going to be a Viking revenge film called Holy The North shit. Man, um, has a new release date, and it's going to be, um, sl- uh, it was bumped from April 8th of 2022 um, to April 22nd, 2022. Not bad. Um, just so you guys know, so he did The Witch, he did The Lighthouse. Um, the North Man's going to star Alexander Skarsgård. Of right? course. Okay. Got it. Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicole oh. Kidman, wow. Ethan Hawke. Hold on, hold on. William fucking Defoe. Okay. And, oh shit. And Bjork. I don't know who Bjork is. Bjork? Bjork. Bjork? Oh, you don't know Bjork. who Bjork is? I don't think I do. How do you not know who Bjork is? Who is Icelandic's greatest singer. He's what? She's like she's a singer from the nineties. She's fantastic. Oh well, she's in this movie. So yeah. Oh yeah, now i I don't know her, but yeah. Sucker Punch? The movie Sucker Punch? Great fucking movie. No. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah Army of Me. I don't think I watched Sucker Punch, but whatever. Yeah, you uh, do. The next thing I wanted to show you, tell you guys, you be out. Um, kind of rolling on this weird atmospheric elements that you know Robert Eggers give us. There's another movie um, called Shepherd, and this is going to be from director Russell Owen. And it's going to tell the story of a widower who attempts suicide after the suspicious death of his adulterous wife. Oh, and this movie is going to star Tom Hughes, Greta Sachi, Kate Dickey, who plays in The Witch, and Gaia West from Vikings, the TV show. Oh, And fun. it should be coming to cinemas in the UK in November of this year. Um, it doesn't. The article I'm reading doesn't announce like when it's going to get a US release, but... 
Well, if it's in the UK, I'm sure you could watch it online. I'm sure at some definitely. point. Yeah. So those are two films that I would, you know, I definitely would keep an eye out for. I mean, I just love Robert Eggers, so anything he does, I just consume, um, and I watch it multiple times because I enjoy his <laughs> films. And then this, I watched a little clip. It's like a minute long. Really, nothing to it. They're just like it's at the funeral scene. It's just very noisy um, on the beach line, so it's very. It, it's just creating that sense of the atmosphere. It's kind of being. Again, so there's a thing the, out for it, like a like a little teaser trailer or whatever. Little teaser trailer, yeah. They sent it. They uh, the article I'm pulling it from. They got an article sent to them from the studio that's publishing it, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it seems pretty cool. I'll, uh, maybe I'll post it in the show notes so people can go check it out. Um, I need to rewatch the lighthouse cause I watched it the one Ooh. time in the theater and I was kind of whatever about it. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't grab me the way the witch did. I left the theater seeing the witch and I was just like, ah, uh, yeah, I need to watch this as soon as yeah, I can. No, I, I didn't like lighthouse. I like it. I think it's completely different from the witch. And I think a lot of people probably didn't think that it was going to be so drastically different. And it's just the movie you kind of really have to. I expect it to be to. different. The cinematography is great. Acting's great. Setting's oh, yeah. great. Story's great. It's all Story. great. It's just, it's just the, you know, the it's, ending, it's a, the ending I didn't really get. And yeah. I it, should probably, I need, to, I need, I need to, I need to watch it again. Try and get it on my own. I have some theories of my, of my own. I still remember the ending vividly, um, which I guess is a mark of a good ending. If you still remember it. Yeah. Cause like, it's like mother. I don't remember. Mm. Fuck all Woo. about that movie. Woo, that's a movie. <laughs> That's a terrible movie, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. That, that is the most expensive college film ever fucking made. <laughs> I didn't say that. Red Letter Media said that, but I agree with it 100%. Yeah. Um, anyone else have anything to share before we jump into this baloney show that we call? I'm so exhausted from screaming at my washer. <laughs> like, I'm trying. I'm, I, I feel better now. Uh, That's good. I, I'm in, I am in what you call uh, the green grip, which means, uh, <laughs> you know, in those old, uh, those old black and white, like cartoons where someone would leave a pie on a windowsill and like uh, a smoky finger would come out and do like the come here thing with its index finger. And like yes. yeah. someone would float towards the pie. That's the green grip for me. And I float smelling weed all the way to where I can smoke it. <laughs> So that's me right now. I am currently in the green grip. Uh, Bro, I don't even remember. I, I, I don't. I forgot completely that my washer's full of water. So <laughs> yeah, don't worry about that. You hey, I, that. look, I'm gonna throw a fit. I ain't fucking. You know, I threw my fit. Mike heard it. Uh, Mike, even Issa heard it. <laughs> oh, we all heard it. And we I also recorded it. some we, of it when you were really going off the rails. And it, Issa it's, was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And <laughs> Mike explained it to her. She goes, oh, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> like she got it. She got the anger. She got it. She understands. Yeah. Um, anger, anger when you understand it goes a long way. You know? it, it really does. I don't know what I'm getting at. This is the weed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, be fucking, like the, uh, let's talk about some movies, man. Uh, yeah, Hell House. A movie I've watched years ago, um, Hell House LLC, a little found footage film. Um, mm-hmm. I think that this is a fun film because I really like movies that play um, or design themselves around horror and haunted attractions that we can that we all consume uh every spooky season um so i always think this is a fun watch around this time because it's just it's a bit weird and different than say like the house is october built which i can see that it definitely pulls from 
but for those of you who don't know or have never watched it, um, it's directed by uh, Houses October, Bill. Okay. Love uh, that movie. Love yeah, that movie's fucking fantastic. Movie. And we've had uh, we've actually had Bobby Rowe on the show and interviewed him before. Uh, nice who is guy. the director and writer of the, the the two movies and cool guy? We love those movies. I'm probably gonna watch that tomorrow. That'll probably be my fourth watch for the Halloween week. Is watch the Houses October build. Uh, but Hell House is di- written and directed by a man named Stephen Cognetti. Okay. Um, released in 2015. And for those of you who just want a taste of what this uh, plot line is going to be about, here you go, right? Buckle up. Five years after an unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tour goers and staff on the opening night of Halloween haunted house tour Hell House, a documentary film crew visits the scene of the tragedy to investigate what really happened that night. Yes. Oh. Insert spooky ghouls now. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too no. Nothing too crazy or original, but I just you know what? It's like I don't realize how much I like found footage movies till I watch They're a fun. found footage movie. They're very sometimes, fun. Sometimes. Sometimes. They're, They're very hit or miss. Yeah, pa- a paranormal activity kind of got to that point. Paranormal activity got to that point after it did number I think it was after like three. No, four is okay. Is it? Four is okay. It's five. Happens, wait, what the cursed ones. Four? Once it gets to the cursed ones, four is the one that's very techno, uh, like updated tech. It's the around the that's high school the girl the, and her boyfriend. The one with the high school girl. Yeah, that's yeah. Really that fun. one's good. And then when you go to the cursed child, that's where shit just gets really, really stupid and weird. And you're just like, why are we watching these anymore? But, yeah, uh, I mean, they set it up really cool, kind of like you're actually watching like a Discovery Channel documentary or something. Like, yeah, it, it does set up pretty cool. And I mean. It does give you clues for what happens uh, during when they show the footage. Like, there's a muffled 911 call, which mm-hmm. I actually just found out what the person says in the call. I couldn't tell what they said, and what now I say? know what they say. Well, let's get to that later because. Okay. How about uh, how about tie uh, in? How about I play a little bit in. of scenery music for us? All I ever wanted. Oh, that's not this. <laughs> post edit, post edit, post edit, post edit. <laughs> Honestly, though, like, I've been no, here we go, here movies. we go. I just thought the fucking music in this movie is just hilarious. Like, yeah. When they're, <laughs> when they're Insert doing the ominous piano. <laughs> the entire movie. I've been I've been putting these movies off for a really long time. I don't know why. It's like everyone's like, I'll watch it. I'm like, eh, I'll get to it. And then we finally did the episode on it. And honestly, I was kind of surprised. It's actually pretty spooky. The, yeah. They're not bad. Patrick, like they you, have moments. When did you I'll first watch the first them? movie. Who? You. Oh, me? I watched them like five months ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Damn. It was, I watched it was... them about five hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I rewatched it for the show, but yeah, five months ago, I was like the first time I saw these movies. I never even heard of this movie until five months ago. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, yeah, I've never even heard of it. I thought it was an older movie, like a older, older movie, like Hell House. Is like a, it sounds like a movie from the seventies. Yeah, it does. I, I even say, the sixties, even the, like a Vincent Price movie. 
not to yeah. shit on these movies, I would definitely probably choose uh, Houses October Bill over these. Oh, I would oh, too. Definitely. Um, but 100%. I love like, I love the whole documentary as like going back and forth, like what really happened, like nobody really knows what happened. And I'm a sucker for like Satanist cultists, like revival of the devil, like gate gateway Satanic to hell, panic. like Satanic. well, George, like, I am a sucker for that kind of stuff. So, like, well, George, I, love, I guess I that... love the theme. I guess that will lead me into what the nine one one call it was at the beginning. Um, oh, people, yeah, because no. he mentioned what you know. Dog. Yeah, it's basically you know uh, has to do with like occult and stuff. The guy who owned the hotel or whatever. Um, I, they said he, he. They guess he built it in. It's the setting is in a town called. No, the, is it the town called Abaddon? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, which, which we all, which which is a reference to the Bible. Abaddon is like a beast. Is it a beast that guards the gates of hell, or is it the gates of hell themselves? Per the old Arthur dude in the movie that they interview, he says it's a demon that guards okay. the gates of hell. Yes. Um. So he built it there, I guess. Uh. But he basically, he would do rituals in the basement and try to uh, open a portal to hell. And uh, they found him like they and then they found him hung in the fucking house. And uh, people don't realize, I guess, that when they go into that house that he made it happen because uh, there's a frantic 911 call at the beginning of the movie. And then when they ask her what's going on, it's she says something, but it's really muffled. The only clear part you hear is there into the wall. That's all you hear. Mm-hmm. And, but if you listen closer, you could tell that she's saying they're pulling us into the wall. That's hard as fuck. Oh, which oh. means and which makes so much more sense. Portals, about the second film. There's portals in the walls, so Dude, he, that makes everything so much cooler. So he did. So he did. Fucking get shit done. He he did what he set out to do. So now the basement of the house is a portal to hell and my question i have now is when is a portal to hell not in the basement that's you know amityville horror it's in the basement basement. in the basement some could say the conjuring most of the harshest activity happens in the basement basement it's always Um, the basement insidious i didn't want to say most of it is drawn towards the basement concrete foundation okay it's just just facts okay it's just oh my god have y'all seen the place the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Have y'all ever seen that movie? Yep. That's yeah. oh, that fantastic. starts out in the basement that we too. We need to review on this podcast. Oh, I love that movie. The movie it's is like a it's awesome. like a sick ass episode of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, right, it's really favorite, good. Like one of my favorite moments in every horror movie ever is in that fucking movie. Which oh. one? The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yes. Can I guess Leave what it, it is? Leave it there for the suspense. Nope. Leave uh, it for the suspense until we talk about uh, it. Uh, tune in next time. Because I because I think I know which part it is George because I think it's mine too. Um, we'll see. I love so like talking about you know the satanic cult movies because I'm I agree with George. I'm a sucker for those kind of films. I always think it's hilarious because they always never do enough research on like Satanism. They always just put an upside down cross. It's never the actual like it's like so like commercialized cross. like <laughs> it's like. Upside down crosses means the devil, and it's like no. It's the most cliche like. There's a real satanic cross. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what I don't get about just, people. You know what I don't get about these people. In both movies, in both movies, unless you experienced it, everybody flat out just didn't fucking believe that it could happen. And like even uh, you know at the start of two, 
where they've got, you know, your Walter Peck character, you know, your Ghostbusters fucking EPA dickhead who doesn't believe in anything. <laughs> it's David and, Blaine. Um, yeah, and this guy is just like, they're like, where do you think these 15 people went? And he goes, they're just doing it to promote DVD sales. And I'm just like, <laughs> why? What, if he has them all locked in his basement, like for hundreds of years and shit? Uh, no, that's, it just doesn't make sense. But I don't get is, why, why be skeptical when it's so much safer not to be skeptical? Because what's the worst that could happen if you were prepared for nothing? Oh, boy. Oh, cheese and crackers. I look like a real dummy. Well, I, think, I guess we I get to live it, for the rest of our lives. It's yeah, like, I think a lot of it is around, since this is a smaller town, you know, acknowledging the events that happened that night on October 8th, which is the night that it all, all happens, um, because it's the, number, the date they always keep re- uh, referencing throughout the films, both films, actually. Um it's a small town, so you don't want anything ridiculous to really come out and ruin, you know, what little probably tourism you have left before your town just dies out and becomes a ghost town. Well, well here's the thing. I'm not even talking about just this movie. I mean, any movie. I oh. mean, every, every movie that everyone's just like, that ain't real. That's because you're always going to have your skeptics. That's, that's just I know, nature. but like, even as a skeptic, like, what if, man? <laughs> I mean, Listen, if, I mean, if the difference between you getting your fucking insides ripped out by a demon spirit or not is you going, well, maybe it could happen. Yeah, <laughs> well, I guess so. Maybe, I think if, we'd if have to like went, actually if, talk to a real skeptic. That's happened to him. He's like, I don't believe it. This is not happening. Yeah, right now. I think yeah. we'd have to talk to a real skeptic to be like, you know, why? But why? You know what I mean? Because I, I think all like, of us here like... actually believe in some, you know, not that we're, I think the most of us are not religious at all, but I think a lot of the, all four of us do, uh, um, believe in the paranormal and the weirdness that goes on just because of, we're not Christian. The... Whoa. It's just, it's just so much easier. <laughs> yeah. Why so do you think George is a ghost and not in heaven? Ah. <laughs> it's so much easier George? to push something aside that you don't understand and don't know than actually deep dive and like, discover something that maybe you don't want the actual answer to That's so it's just easier true. to go fuck this not real i don't give a shit i guess fuck your off. brain i guess your brain yeah. does try to rationalize the unknown or unexpected exactly, exactly. See, i think that's i think that's how most skeptics brains work they're just like eh. not me not me <laughs> i don't care couldn't be fucking me. i just don't think they're comfortable with their sexuality that's what okay. it is. That's that's one thing. I'm, ser- I'm seriously just like they're like you won't believe what happened in this house. What is it? I believe it. Like that's literally like <laughs> yeah, literally. what happened here. I believe what it. Here? Who did it? I bet. Like I just I just assume whatever fucked up shit happened in that house happened, happened. in that house, and I'm prepared for it. Because if I'm not prepared for it, that is how you get that's got, you get ladies got. and gentlemen. Yep, that's how you I get agree. fucking got. You get caught so, slipping, and then you're done for. Let's just, just talk about if how I, if I was in this movie and I was somehow roped into Alex's crew, the, the night the shit happens to Paul. Mike, would you really hang out with these people? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying it's a big if, okay? It's a big fucking if. That night where Paul is like messing with the camera in his room and his fucking silk boxers for whatever reason he's not in like long johns because they're filming this in october in you know the northern the northeast of this country so you know it's cold so like bro where are your long johns uh in that they're also at the gates of hell so it's kind of probably toasty it's hot (laughs) it's probably hot in the basement but um 
that thing walks into his room and you never see you never see the 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 ghoul that walks into his room but he has it on camera and i just don't understand like you know every time he films something they all just be like oh you're fucking with us but yet it's only it's only those those five so it's like especially that that scene where he's like sarah because he thinks it's that girl Hey, he the thinks it's the only like, girl. I, the next day, I would be like, hey, why'd you walk in my room? To, like, but he, even though I don't think they necessarily show that, I think they imply that those conver- that conversation happened. Because she, like, no, you're fucking with us. No, you're just fucking with us. Like, And then, you know, but further it, into the film, when they're the actually starting is- to test more of their props, and they give him the the camera on the head, and they're about to film the strobing effects in the one little walk room with the three freaks, is what they say. Right, you know, right, right. he's filming it, and then there are clear shots where you're seeing someone walk there. They're gone. They're there. They're gone. And it gets to the point where he's so fucking terrified that he starts running. And then all of them see this, and yet all of them are like, oh, you're fucking with us. Yeah. Like, that. that's too non-believable of skepticism that, like, okay, no, something's definitely fucking going on in this house. How... How would he have pulled that off? There's no one else but Once them. Once again, if, we, if they believed him, will we have a movie? <laughs> yeah, but, also, yeah, gotta, but no. You got to look at it in the eye of like the people. So like they're creating these houses, right? They are around haunts and scares all the time. I'm sure Like in doing all these scares, there has been multiple situations where their friends have tried to scare them. So like uh, definitely. You, can, you can make the argument where like, okay, you can kind of see where it's like, okay, haha, like... You did this fucking last year too, you asshole. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, yeah, and one like, of them doesn't want to like give up that they're in right, on it right, type right. of thing. Obviously. Yeah, so you I, can, I can see, see where that. like it's kind of believable. I mean, after a while, like it it clearly becomes like, okay, dude, like you guys are fucked. Like, yeah. th- this is no longer a joke anymore. Like at first, like ha ha, then it's like, huh, huh, huh. I I will say like, do you, th- for- do you think Alex knew about the house? No. Yeah, it, oh. Okay. So don't yeah. Yeah, oh, don't do? don't. No, so that's yeah. what I say. Don't bring in the knowledge that you know about happens in the second movie. Think about yeah. as you were watching this film for the first time. Did you think Alex knew? I mean, he seemed dodgy. He was yeah, very. He was exactly. very dodgy. Like yeah, and no I mean, like, what, and he what was knew the, it? What was the reason the dude didn't quit? I didn't quite hear that part. I guess it was kind of low on my. TV. It never, it never says yeah, what they, their conversation actually is. So it leaves you to understand. It answers it in the second film when they that he didn't that even one ask tape. for permission. He didn't even ask for permission to use the house. It, well, I don't even think yeah, it was that. Here there, it was the money issue. I think it was a money yeah, issue. Yeah, I think, it was I a money think thing. they were struggling financially and they really needed this to work to make break even probably um you know I, I think the first time i watched it i thought maybe like alex was sick in the you know mark being um like the best friend of the group is mark right or mac uh um, mac. mac mac um i i was thinking like oh you know maybe he's just you know being a really good friend because he was the best friend and then the other two guys were like the, the two first hires so he was just like no dude stick with us you know come on keep it going and we're here for alex but you know, you, you learn otherwise in the second film. Can we also talk about how gen- lame the house is? <laughs> I think the house is cool. You know, I mean, that's a that's I, a real house. That's was, a real house, and apparently it's been, a real haunted attraction. Yeah, I would yeah. have been pretty spooked. Yeah, so, what the, is, I think I it's think, called, uh, what is that, what is it called? It, it's, it's actually, called the, 
the, the, haunting, wa- the Waldorf Hotel, the haunting yeah. of the Waldorf Hotel. Yeah, the haunting of the Wardo- Wardolf Hotel. Yeah, it's in Layton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, if you're in the so, area, watch you're the in the area, guess go check it out. Yeah, fucking yeah. I mean, so I do like I the aesthetic. Saying, yeah, and the and also the scares. The, the 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 first movie has like this sets up scares and it pays off. Yeah. Genuine creeps. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Especially dude. with the clown. The clown. The clown. Not not even. Dude. The clown is an the, effective uh, scare. The scare yeah. where he's under the yeah. sheets. The scare oh, yeah. where he's under the sheets. Holy fuck! And every when, time he's like he's like breathing heavy, like it's like super found footage, and he like kind of lifts uh, up. It's like oh shit, she's closer. Then, we like, know why that was scary for George. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, but but it's it's like it's one of those shots that like the the pace of that like scene was so well done that like even though like that last time you knew it was coming. You knew it was fucking coming, but either way, the pacing was so fucking good. They did it. You're still like, ah, fuck. Like, yeah. son of a bitch. Like, in it, my head, I was, like, prepared myself. I was like, okay, I know it's coming. I yeah. know it's coming. And I still went, oh, shit. Can, can we just talk about the fact that he, this motherfucker literally thought the sheet was going to protect him? He's like, resort back to when I was a kid, and I'm scared. The sheet uh, will protect me. It couldn't hurt. Listen, it couldn't the mo- hurt. The monster <laughs> can't get you if your feet are not hanging off the bed. I guess. I guess Fuck Paul was I like... Start, I just start fucking swinging. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, b- besides, you know, besides the creepy robed people that are just uh, coming out of nowhere, I guess they're coming out of the walls. Yeah, that's or whatever. the one thing I didn't like about the film was the, the, the robed people because it doesn't explain, like, are they demons? Are they... Uh, they're, 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 they're disciples no, they're, of Lucifer. They're probably cult members that got possessed, and uh, true. you know, Actually, and they live in the walls. That's now? my guess. They though the portals in the walls. Yeah, cause, you know, cause you got to think about it. And even in the second one, the people that get trapped there and killed, they always come back at some sort or another. So it probably was actually like cult members from the original. Yeah, the I'm phone. A... I mean, there's a phone call from uh, Mitchell. No, no, no. That's not. That's the wrong note. <laughs> it says <laughs> um, Paul. And Tony, and they, you know, you remember the part where they find Sarah, like Blair Witch style, up against the wall? Yes, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Let's say all of us went and did something, and we all woke up, and let's just say uh, any one of us were up against the wall speaking in tongues. It'd be Patrick. Would we stay or leave? It would be Patrick. Would you stay or leave? I would knock his ass out and run. <laughs> You know, that's when you come up from behind them, you smash your head on the wall, and then you exactly. I was literally about to to turn around. Do you know what she's saying? Do you know what she's Uh, saying? I know it's backwards, so if you've reversed the audio, you could find out. I did. Oh, I didn't, but someone else did. I knew it because it was just a simple reverse in the in the yeah the the soundtrack. Yeah, it's like the end. It's like the end of the of uh, Christian Death's only theater of pain. At the end of the record on vinyl, they play the Lord's Prayer backwards. Yeah. So if you spin it, if you spin it backwards, it's the You'll Lord's Prayer, it. but demonic yeah. as fuck. It's so sick. <laughs> um, she said she is saying, when I got to the front door, the police were arriving. That's what she's saying in tongues. What? No. Now I don't know if that is reference to. Her be, I mean, because none of them were pre-interviewed like in the second movie. Mm-mm. They were just going in to do a job, and yeah. I don't know if that was her, because Sarah lived, right? Sarah's the one that. Mm. Okay, so that's an important nah. question. Do you? She's not alive. She is a ghoul. She died. Yes. Well, because they also say 
uh, when uh, where's this note at? I had a note where they call uh, when Diane calls and uh, asking Sarah where she's been because she disappeared for like 15 days. And she said she was and she said she's in a better place now. Yeah. So well, that said, yeah, she's living in Hell House. She's living in Hell House. Living in yeah. Hell. So so honestly, you know, did anybody get Event Horizon vibes? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Hmm. No, I like, didn't get it. Not aesthetically, no. Not aesthetically at all. But you know, like where we're going, where we're going, we won't need eyes to see, and like it's a portal to hell, and uh, he takes his fucking eyeballs out and stuff, and like. It, it, I don't know. I got a little, little hint, a little bit of a, a, a Sam Neill event horizon character yeah. uh, when I he mean, becomes that way. But I do like how I will say this hell house one and two much better flow than Halloween and Halloween kills. <laughs> <laughs> it's much better. It's done. It's done so much better. It's done so much better there. It's it literally, it picks up right where the first one left off, but things have happened in between and people have settled and things have simmered. And now you kind of go back and forth. Yeah. This is the part where you've let the broth simmer. And then you take the top off the crock pot, and now you start to season your broth, make sure you're not burning or separating anything. Fattest okay, so. in the world. And then, yeah, <laughs> now, and, then, and then they put the lid on nicely at the end of two. And then, you know what? I actually want to go back and see if the sauce is worth saving it's and eating. For, you know? And lake of fire. Yeah, um, so. I'm just so. going to throw it out there, and I'm pulling this out. Before we move on, because you said that, I pulled this out of thin air. Uh, can we get a Houses October bill and Hell House crossover? Yo, let me message Bobby. I'm just saying, like, I think that would be sick as fuck. That would be, you know what, that actually would be really cool because if you've watched those two movies, you know that they survive in the end. Um, So it would be cool to see them kind of be like, yo, we found this extreme haunt, you know, this people, you know, massacred and Lola is really into that. Lola's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lola approves. All right, but like, it's done. It actually would make sense, George, for their characters in those movies to try to go to this haunt. That's right. true. Yeah, no, it makes so true. much sense because they're out for the most extreme. And what's more extreme than a, ho- a hotel that's literally claimed the lives of like now, 15 now people? Now, for this to work, I have to remember, w- this, the, the villains from the first movie in Houses October Built, were they in the second movie too? Kind of. Uh, kind of. Oh, my God. I haven't watched them in a while, so the, don't the, the quote cli- me, the, but well, I the, think so. The climax for the second one, though, was the blue skeleton. Well, the blue I, skeleton was in the first one as well. Were they? Yeah. Well, I found out the blue skeletons are a real haunt. Yeah, no, no. Everything, every haunt they do in the House of October is a real haunt. And the same, blue for, same for Hell House. The, the, the same place Bobby place. has a whole around. thing created where um, it's a map, and you can go to all these haunts like everything they did in those movies were haunts that you can actually go and pay for he actually and i I hate that i like don't remember the name of right now he started a website during covid um that literally they list every haunted attraction in the united states it's like a whole uh the director of houses october built oh did he really yeah um i was i was watching an interview with him the other day on instagram live and i completely forgot the name of it 
Uh, but yeah, he literally started an archive website that has every haunt in the United States. So it's like makes it accessible for you to like actually go and like you could be like, oh, you're gonna be you're gonna be aware like North Carolina tomorrow. Dylan, you can use that. No, I'm like, gonna yeah. be in, I'm gonna be in New York City tomorrow. Oh, New York. So oh, you there's a there's you a... can use this app that he started. It's like haunted haunted scene or something or whatever. But yeah, so you could be like you could literally look up where you're at and find haunts in your area. Okay. And it's all like literally created by the director of House of October Bill. I just don't remember the name of it because I suck. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna look that up. But um, segueing back into the film, uh, before we got into that rant, I mean it's a great film. I love those movies, and they're so closely related. It's just that one chose a paranormal road, and one took it as a more extreme, extreme haunt. humans. You know, humans doing fucked up things to people. More in who the are realm of possibility. More yeah. in the wrong possibility. <laughs> Def- no, now, definitely. 100%. So, you know. Now, any demons that are listening, I'm not saying it's not possible. <laughs> it's just more possible. Yeah. yeah we'll show you. <laughs> but um, one of the things I thought was interesting, especially when I first watched Hell House and watching it again with Sarah, is that the fact of how much power she actually has to physically be able to leave the hotel and go to the the hotel, the other hotel, to interview with the documentary team. I thought that was very in, like really weird. But was that rewatch. her when she left? Was that her when she left? Are you sure? What um, do you mean her? Well, you said Sarah ran out and then got interviewed, right? Sarah, like no, she no, ran no. Out. I mean, like in, was, the, in this movie, she's interviewed. She's I'm being interviewed by out. Diane. Yeah, by the documentary but she team. escaped. But she escapes the house, right? No. Okay, I'm confused. <laughs> I don't think I'm getting both movies mixed I don't up. think Sarah ever escaped Hell No, she didn't. She didn't. They she was killed the in the end of the movie. We saw her bludgeoned by Oh, by that's right. Yeah, yeah, Paul. yeah, yeah. I think... She never... She was a ghost. And I think if, that since Hell House is a portal to hell and the, the how much power there is there, I'm assuming it... like. And I, I guess we'll kind of do this and we can kind of branch over eventually, but... I think Andrew Tolley is able to use the portal to his um, own will and kind of give people more power. They kind of prove that in uh, in Hell House too. Yeah. I don't think I don't necessarily the think girl on the like, side of the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that like they're able to project somehow to lure people to the house to, to collect get more. Souls. more collect more souls or whatever it is they're trying to do i don't even think i don't even think they're like dead like i guess i guess would they're they be dead. like undead like no so they're they're, 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 they, they're dead they are servants they are servants for lucifer himself yeah they're right they're now. souls and i wouldn't even like, say lucifer i mean it's definitely all under the like guise of Andrew Tolley. Like, right um they're definitely dead i think it's their souls that are being managed like, what would you no they're call dead them, they're, just, they're not they're, it, they're, it's their they're souls. not like they're not like paranormal entities. They're not ghosts. No, they're exactly. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, like they're beings. they're taking like, what their would you call them it, their souls. It, and if you go like from demons, that perspective, I guess, right? no demons are non-human. Well, entities. I'm no I'm no Zach Baggins. Demons. I'm no Zach Baggins. No but uh, <laughs> they're, but they're, um, they're definitely they're definitely ghosts of some ghosts. sort, George. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not they're, they're a just, demon. They're not they're they're, ven- they're they're vengeful spirits. Yeah. Is that is that yeah. what it would be? That's how my boy Zach would put it. Because they have they have a physical entity, so wouldn't they be called something else? No, that's no. What, a ghost is not. It can be a full apparition. 
of an actual human body. That's look, still I'll, a call, ghost. I'll call my boy Zachy. Yeah, let's He'll get Zach Baggins on the podcast. <laughs> let him fucking explain to us. But no, speaking of Zach Baggins. I love the Zach Baggins esque character in Hell House too. So I fucking, we're just gonna jump I, right into I, episode number two. <laughs> I love, I fucking love a character based on a snake oil paranormal investigator. Like I fucking, I love that shit. Like people who are so, they're like fucking Vegas magicians. They're so fucking full of themselves. How fucking dare you talk ill about Zach Baggins that way? That man is doing work. Proving that the paranormal exists on Ghost Adventures. Zach Baggins is basically, (laughs) if the band Hender went in and looked for ghosts, it'd be the same fucking thing. (laughs) Oh my god. I will say. Come with me on a journey through this haunted experience. The entire Ghost Adventures lifespan, because I've watched it forever. Oh, I've watched. I've, I've He's loved fantastic. this show. It is a guilty pleasure of mine. I do not. I've been to his haunted museum in, in Vegas. I've been to his haunted but museum. I listen, watched the haunted museum show at on least Discovery there's Plus. One thing to say, his his attire has gotten better over the years. Dude, he's left. He's left the spiked vision huh? on a ghost. He blamed his poor vision on a ghost. Hey man, don't fucking don't knock it until you watch Demon House. That shit was wild as fuck. Huh? Where he, that's where he says, yeah. I have to wear glasses now because a demon fucked up my eyes. Yeah. You, that movie's fucking wild, bro. How do you Zach know? Baggins, Zach Baggins, uh, how do I put this? The way he dresses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way that Zach Baggins looks. Zach Baggins looks like a guy who loves two things. His Depeche Mode tribute band and his... <laughs> And his neighborhood bowling league. <laughs> like, those are two things he loves, and that's what has combined into his ensemble. Oh, my God. I literally love both of those things. So Yeah, bowling and Depeche Mode are both really awesome things. <laughs> if I'm fucking bowling and Depeche Mode comes on, you best believe I'm getting, like, three strikes. Yeah. I'm, sha- I'm just not, shaking Not in ass. a row. Not in a row, but, you know. All right. So, Rope Hell back House, in. fucking Hell House 2, LLC 2, released... 2018, only three years after the initial release of the first movie. And it's Still, a shutter. Can you imagine waiting for this motherfucker? <laughs> waiting for it? Hey, it's still written by and directed by Stephen uh, Congetti, so at least he's sticking through it through and through. You know, he has a vision of some sort. What other and, movies have he done? Has he done? Oh, good God! Why are you gonna ask me to search that hold real on, quick? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, yeah, let, I don't let think much. Church guy. Um, I think he's only done these movies. Uh, yeah, Hell House two, three. <laughs> he's doing eight two five Forest Road, which is filming right now. Okay. Uh, he did Thomas Jefferson Lives, a short. Uh, yeah, nothing. Yeah, okay. guy's literally done nothing. This is his his claim to fame, which again, not a horrible claim to fame. It's not no, the best thing, but they're definitely fun. Um, so it's not for a fun footage movie. It's not bad. No. The first one's um, definitely better. I think the first one's a lot better. than this. The first one's definitely better. I think what the second one does a great job of is explaining all the plot holes that the first one left us with. Because there are a lot of plot holes in the first one. The second one's there to bring in the lore of everything. Well, I, I, I will say see that. Halloween kills? You see how they did it? <laughs> you see how they ah, did it? Go again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. Listen, it's not hard. <laughs> It's not hard. <laughs> ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, I implore you. It's not, it's not difficult. 
<laughs> I will say, if I watched the first one when it first came out, I would have never asked for a second one. I could have been like, okay, I, I got a story. Here it is. It's staying. That's it. But nope. I'm glad that the second one, we did get it. And, like, obviously, they could have done some, like, awful bullshit. Could have been that awful low-budget, like, second film cash grab that, like, just, like, literally just fucking sucked and ruined the franchise. Oh, but there's like, no profit for this I movie. like No, I like that they literally just went <laughs> Can back. Can someone look and up they the just, budget real quick? It, they the, it's not listed. No, they literally just went and said, okay, we're just going to explain the first one and just build upon oh, the yeah. story itself. Which like, I that's appreciate. All I needed, and that's all I needed. That's what made it good. So, um, for following on to our, our, you know, the second movie, uh, released in 2018, written, like I said, written directed by the same guy. So, this is the summary of this movie. Get your fucking selves ready. It's been eight years since the opening night tragedy of Hell House LLC, and still many unanswered questions remain. Thanks to an anonymous tip, investigative journalist Jessica Fox is convinced that the key evidence is hidden inside the abandoned Abaddon Hotel, evidence that will shred light on the hotel's mysteries. She assembles a team equally hungry for answers with one goal, break into that motherfucker and discover the truth. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, the first two reporters, uh, the girls that go into the house, the acting is fucking horrendous. Oh, oh dude. My oh, fucking God. Christ. The acting through and through is pretty damn bad. Yeah. Um, in both In films. comparison <laughs> to the first one, which was. The first right. one was still okay. The second one, dude, especially like this in the beginning like when they're like. Parody. When they're like watching the interview and they're just like saying that they're going to call in, dude, that like dialogue back and forth, I was like, what the fuck? There's a, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I've watched this movie twice now. This is my third time watching it. So I skipped periodically the scenes that I remembered and I was like, I don't want to watch this. It has nothing to do with straightening the plot at all. It's just filler and I hate it. Um, but I thought it was a, I think like, like what you said, George, you know, I having first watched the first movie so long ago. I wasn't expecting a second film, and I would have been fine with not getting. I wasn't a sequel. expecting a trilogy. Um, yeah, I wasn't definitely expecting a trilogy, but we got it. It's whatever. There must have been there must have been some fan outcry oh, for it a had trilogy. To I mean, and I mean, if Shutter picked it up and then they were like, "We'll back it." I mean, they must have seen something in in the project or whatever. Uh, so. I don't know, man. Shutter will pick up a lot of stuff. Well, that this is, is probably when Shutter was like, "This is." I mean, well, you know, that's they're like, just trying to build a catalog. George, watch your point. mouth. We're trying to get it. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get sponsored. I'm not. I'm not saying anything on Shutter because, like, without Shutter, there's a lot of movies we just wouldn't get on Amazon. Yeah, that's Netflix. very true. Shutter. I think Shutter is kind of like the indie horror. Um, you know, not giant or beast like A24, but they do fund a lot of projects that, you know, we get a lot of cool shit from Shudder nowadays. And yeah, there is hidden gems on Shudder. Yep. Uh, there's a there's a movie recently I just watched that was like a Shudder exclusive. They drop a bunch. If it's if yeah. it was an October release, they dropped like a shit ton of exclusives. Yeah, and it's um, good. It's stuff that we would never see if they did not exist. Can we talk about the fact that from the ending of Hell House LLC, from what I remembered... Diane and the cameraman Mark or Matt, whatever the cameraman's name, Martin. It's this Martin. Was, was it Martin? I thought it was Martin. Mitchell. It's Mitch. Excuse Mitchell. me. Mitchell. Wow, um, I assume they fucking died. But then here we go. S- number two, he escaped. Which at first you don't understand. You're like, why the fuck did? Why would they let this one guy go? Like, if this house is all about 
killing people and whatnot and collecting their collecting them, then why would they let to one person the go? Word, man. Exactly, and that makes he was there, man. And it makes sense, though. I mean, it and what did he do? He, he went brought on fucking, him back. He went on morning mysteries and talked about the whole damn thing. <laughs> now, question was he seemed very eager to go back. Well, yeah, I remember no, no. he never yeah, stopped. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What? You go. You go. I was just saying his his eagerness to go back, or and actually, I wouldn't even say it was completely eager. I mean, there was some, I think, some compelling um, from the Jessica's team to get him to go, but he, I don't think, came to terms with the fact that Diane was killed. Is this safe to say that the so hell? Is it safe to say? Now, hear me out. I can't even believe. I wouldn't say this if I wasn't stoned out of my mind. Is the Hell House Hot trilogy on horror junkies? Is the is the Hell House trilogy the Jurassic Park trilogy of found footage films? Excuse me. Explain me yourself. Okay. You have to be high to think that. <laughs> hear me out. I'm trying to hear you. So now. It might take me a while to walk through this path, but I'll get to the end, I promise. Well, hold on while um, you do it. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay. First, uh, first movie, first movie, El Hell, Hell House. People go in, start a business. The locals in the house start killing people. <laughs> God damn it! One person escapes, right? But uh-huh. in Jurassic Park. They go to a place, they start a business, the inhabitants turn, <laughs> they <laughs> escape. Now, Hell House 2, someone who said that they didn't never go back to the house is being coerced AKA by outsiders. Martin is our Ian Malcolm. He is Ian Ish. Malcolm, who is only going because... If you remember, in Jurassic Park 2, the only reason he goes is because his ex-wife... Is on the island and she's in danger. The only reason this dude's going back is because he wants to find out what happened to his friends and he wants to he wants to keep them alive and not go in there by themselves. He is basically Ian Malcolm. Now I haven't seen three, but if someone else survived and (laughs) well, they did in this film, Uh, Jessica. Oh my God! Jessica survived. That's why she's interviewed by the police. She's the Sam Neill of Jurassic Park Three. Yep. Yep. Oh yes, I'm more, I'm more right than I originally thought. This is terrifying. <laughs> hold on, hold on. How the fuck did you do that? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> what brain synapses just fucking fired? I would, I would like to thank Liberty Health Sciences. Uh, for, <laughs> and I'd all, I'd also Caleb's like to plug, thank. Give him free weed. I'd also like to thank uh, the Pax Company. And their Pax Pod products. Um, <laughs> capital job, my dear friends. <laughs> you but allowed you I allowed my say... you allowed my mind to uh, float in a nether world uh, uh, where I was. <laughs> I don't know. My light, <laughs> my left and right brain are yep. having the most intense Yu-Gi-Oh duel right now. And out of that pot of greed, fucking (laughs) that bullshit flew out of my mouth. (laughs) So I'm not mad. It's it's true. 
Yeah, I'm not uh, mad that you made those conclusions. I'm really unfortunately, not. Unfortunately, it was really relevant. And it like, actually, you, can't be mad at that. you know, you Ladies can't. And gentlemen, there's no I don't holes. have notes. I don't have notes. Ladies and gentlemen, that was live with that Dylan. That was live. Yeah, that was just. Fuck just it, we'll a, do it live. Yeah, I just, fuck it, we'll do it live. Ridiculous. You are, you are a special creature. So <laughs> the the movies are now better now that I said that, are they not? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, yes, they are. One hundred percent. They are better. better. They are better, better because yeah, they're better. Jurassic Park is the greatest franchise. But the, it's in I the top category. Stop it. Stop. I don't think these movies are bad. No, 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 no. No, they're not bad. Listen. They're a fun watch. They're a fun double feature for a date. You, you yeah. want to know what my gripe is? Instead of like these like hooded like creatures, dude, there is three fucking spooky ass nope clowns in there. Why didn't they use all three clowns? No, they only used one That's, of them. There you know, I did question them. that too. They only used the the one that was in like the black and gray ensemble. Yeah, there was um, three of those motherfuckers sitting. They there. should have I used hate clowns. Fuck all three. Fucking hooded More ghouls. Effective. No. Speaking, fuck clowns. Speaking of that clown, uh, this is what I don't get. (laughs) So you know how they're trying to get out of the house before you get clown. Let's 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 get there before, because we haven't really talked about this movie at all. We've just been comparing it to Jurassic. Oh yeah, that's where it went. Let's fucking wait. I know where you're going because you sent audio files of your high ass watching this movie. But so this movie Oh yeah, starts. I smoked weed then too. Dude, I don't I, I got don't, so mad at my washer I lost my high. I forgot I forgot I even smoked weed. I don't listen to any critique or anything that Dylan sends beforehand because I just I just want raw, just like I want that emotion on yeah. the show right there. I just want to sit here and go, what the fuck? Literally. Yeah, and I kinda of thought this was gonna be a so so episode. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. Um but I think like it starts off, you know, with the the hostess of that morning mystery show. She's gearing up, you know, starting the cover, you know, headlining of her cover story, where she's talking about the Abaddon Hotel, and it's been eight years, blah blah blah. But I love. Can we start- talk about real quick how a wild of a concept that show Damn is? Damn it, Dylan. Morning mysteries. <laughs> it's like if unsolved it mysteries. It, it's like the Today Show meets unsolved mysteries. <laughs> why that? Why that early? <laughs> yeah, who, who wakes up at eight in the morning is like, you know what I need in my life right now? You turn morning on the mysteries. TV. Yeah, it's like morning mysteries. It's who? like unsolved mysteries in the Today Show. So you turn it on and someone just pokes their head up and they go, Sarah is gone. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, it's seven in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Who's yeah, the coffee? Their coffee in the morning? Where'd she Come go? I don't know. Ghosts? <laughs> Ghosts? I, I liked how podcast. they, um, I like how they, like, they kind of amplify the fact, like, here is, you know, a credible TV show in this movie's universe, and they experience weird, spooky ghoul abnormalities like we've seen in the first film. Where, like, you know, she goes, you know, even we experienced our own spookiness when setting up for this exact shot, and they cut the camera to the left, and you can see the guy sitting on the balcony. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's one of the things I really do like about this franchise is that there's these little areas where they pop people into frames that aren't there the next second. They do it in the first movie. Um, Effectively. When they're going into the, the kitchen scene, when they're moving the around the kitchen, there's a dude. In, um, not even the strobe, because the strobe is more you're, you're paying attention, you're focusing on that scene. These are scenes where like it's the camera is just moving along with the character and panning. And then you see see someone. So, like, in the first movie, there's a scene where they're walking through the, the dining room. Uh, uh-huh. of the This is of the haunt, the haunt night. 
and you can see Paul sitting on right. a bench next to the door, but the next frame, he's, he's gone. gone. And wow. then in the second movie, when we have QR Zach Baggins wannabe, yeah. um, they go back into the kitchen because he's like, this is where it's happened. This is where Andrew Tully has hung himself with his other Satanist. And then I tried. I even went back because the next scene after he says that, there's two fucking nooses hanging from the ceiling. And I yeah. went back and I was like, they had to be there. But I mean, which they were in the movie sense, but in the frame, you can't see them. Yeah, right. I, I did that too. I was like, I would go back and like rewind to see if it was actually there. That was kind of cool. I like that. That's a cool element. There. Yeah, me too. I will say a great. Like, it's kind of like a, this own this movie's like own mark of like what it does. Yeah, I will say a gripe that I have with this movie though is I wish they just which grind your gears, it. George. <laughs> well, I'll tell you which grind my fucking gears. Um, I wish they would have just held those scenes longer with like the things in the corner and then just not done like the flash take and then just like show it to you like oh this mm. is what you fucking missed. no because sometimes like, if you show it if you show it too much it, it loses its yeah scare. yeah but fucking Hill House did it. And yeah. it fucking worked perfectly. I didn't watch Hill House. Okay, fuck you, Patrick. <laughs> I still can't fucking believe that. That <laughs> really like, just annoys like, me that you Hill, haven't watched it. Hill House, like, hit it too much. It was, like, too much. But, like, these movies did it, like, where, like, it was clearly obvious. If they would just pan the camera a little slower, let it to yourself, and just let it, let it naturally just, like, creep into your brain and freak you out. Yeah. But it was, like, if you caught it, you caught it. If not, it's, like... Boom! Here it is. This is what you fucking missed. Yeah, I mean, like, it's definitely like you have to be. Jo- you have to be paying George. attention. George, it took away. George, you think? George, you think? Uh, you think Hill House did it too much? No, I think like they just like I love that like Hill House like hit it like very very well, but like that was like a different tone from this movie. Yeah, right? I was about to say like, that, that that kind of shit's fun. Like how many no. you know how, you know how many Where's Waldo books are? No, around? I just I did that. I'm, I'm <laughs> saying like it was too much compared to this movie. And what this movie? Ah, uh, so I think yeah. I think the opposite. I think that one, the director intended for the person to be hyper focused in the film, right? So that when you're watching it, and you're like, "Wait a minute! I just saw something that's not there." The next scene, you're you're left to guess, like, "Oh shit, what the fuck?" So I actually don't think they should do it more. I think they how they did it and how the at the speed at which they did it is good because any slower than you, you're going to be like, oh, there's someone there. And then it's like, oh, wait, it's not there anymore. Versus like a quick shot over and you're like, oh, wait, what the fuck? It's more, it's like fucking with your eyes. Like, did, did my brain just implant that image there? Or was that person actually there? And it makes Whoa. you stop and go back and check right. it out. My gripe is the still shot afterwards. And the gears are grinding. <laughs> the gears are grinding. Yeah. I my think, gripe is the still shot that happened afterwards. So it's like, uh, oh, this is what you saw. It's like, well, oh, dude, I on. think I don't, I don't want that. It, it's cool that a fun footage is like making you watch, like look at a frame fully and try to find those hidden ghosts or those hidden uh, scares and shit. Yeah, because usually found footage doesn't do that. No, because it looks like shit. Yeah, I will say one of my gripes with the second film. Here's what. Here's and my gears grinding. Um, is the, <laughs> the gears are the, still grinding? Yeah, no. The visual effects they did when like the ghost attack were really horrible, and I feel like they could have done. I need three examples. Something better. Okay, so here we go. Example one: uh, Zach Baggins, fuck dude. Uh, okay. The in the table scene when that girl pops up. That was um, cool. They walk out. They're scene. like, okay, time to go. Dips out. Love that. They're like, you know, hotel, listen, we do not want any demons. We're here to talk. 
they cut and then run, and then she's right there. We come in peace. But then, then it's that like full face attack, and the camera all glitches. That's every found footage fucking movie, though. Yeah, but there's a lot of found footage films that do it better. I feel like the the way in which they did it and the editing of it doesn't look good. So it's not effective. It took away. It took away from the actual It's very comical. You're like, oh, this is kind of funny. And this movie's not supposed to be funny. Like, there's no real comedic elements in this film that try to make it like, we're a funny horror movie, we're campy. Like, they're trying... Yeah, for the most part, they're trying to like sell that this is a scary film. Yeah. Um, so I feel like just that part would probably be done a little bit better. Would have been cooler, yeah. more effective, and different editing choices to kind of. Di- I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to visualize a paranormal attack on like a videotape or a camera, and it's supposed to have like this weird, you know, um, well, well, electronical found malfunction. Footage, found footage for me is like you have to. You have to justify why you're still recording, and this movie did it well. Like, the reason why they kept recording, mm-hmm. at least for the first movie. And the second movie, a little bit, I guess. With uh, with that character, yeah, because he's like a paranormal, paranormal uh, investigator. Of course, he's going to film the whole thing. Oh, yeah. But the other character, I mean, no, they explain it well for the, the, the investigative journalist cameraman. Yeah, of course. She, yeah, I, he's like, I have to film everything at all times. I'm not allowed to stop. Yeah. And he was the film guy in the first movie towards the end. Yeah. No, it makes sense. That's what I'm he saying. Was, like, this, He wasn't the film guy in the first movie. I mean, not, no. Yeah, the first one was Paul, and he got fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, true. No, it wasn't the... Uh, You're talking about Mitch, who was the cameraman for Diane's set. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, he eventually becomes... Yeah, but he didn't do any filming in the second yeah. one, though. I feel like the first no, he movie has, has better scares. Huh? No, he didn't. He had his phone. Oh. He only had his phone. Same, sh- same shit. That's not a camera. Okay. He's right, recording okay. on his phone. <laughs> he started recording in the in the when they actually go to into the basement for the first time and look when through. When she says, the, "Hey, you should start recording too." Yeah. Yeah, because they're looking through all the boxes, which was cool. I actually like that element of the movie where they're searching through. Now it doesn't make. This is where I, like there's a kind of a plot hole. Or what? So in the first movie, uh, Mac and Tony run into the refrigerator when in the middle of the night when they get spooked down there. Right. So did they not notice that there was a bunch of boxes? Or is the second film implying that these things were now planted to really pull Jessica in? Because I think that's what it is. I, they kind of hinted to that. Yeah. I think... I think that whole shot in the first movie was so chaotic that you really can't draw a conclusion because they were like True. running scared for their lives. Like they didn't know what they didn't care about nothing in that fucking fridge right now. They were just like literally like scared yeah. for their lives because you just saw all three clowns just fucking turn and just fucking stare at them. Like, yeah. And I do like that they kind of impl- they talked about how Abaddon's Tully designed the motel or the hotel at, um, to be like H.H. Holmes. So it's very confusing. Right. Because you don't cool. really get that. In the first movie, like that, it's like it's this weird maze-like ho- house. Like I couldn't it'll... understand the I couldn't understand the land, like the the uh, structure of the house. Like yeah, it it definitely it doesn't so, affect the job. So Tully is effectively Evo Shandor from Ghostbusters. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he builds the tower. Uh, he builds the skyscraper specifically to open a portal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there's cool. a portal, not in a basement. 
This movie, you know, actually, yeah, a portal that's not in the basement. It's at the top of a fucking skyscraper. <laughs> there you go. Hey, good one. Good, good eye, George. I wouldn't have got that. I'm listening. Um, I hear something <laughs> I want to gripe about. Uh, much like in... Uh, yeah, <laughs> fucking gripes. Here, here we go much the Halloween like, Kills reference again. Much, much like in uh, Jurassic Park 2, The Lost oh, World. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I've, I've proved my point on that, and I dare anybody to say I'm fucking wrong. Um... Anywho, uh, in the second I movie, be someone that says you're wrong. Oh, <laughs> oh anyway, um, <laughs> uh, God, I, I'm too high. Anyway, um, the second movie when uh, the cameraman and the three people are running out of the basement to get out of the house, uh, there is a clown in front of the door, and it's like. You can get outside, but there's a clown here, and they all. I would be running and swinging at the same time. Oh, I would hop. I, I would grab it on my Instagram today. I would grab a broomstick or something like javelin esque. I would hop on Mike's back. I would scream charge, <laughs> and we w- would fuck that thing up because I thought for a little bit of the first movie that these fucking clown things were scare actors. I thought yeah. they were masks, but no. They're fucking mannequins. I'm sorry, but I don't think a mannequin, possessed or not, can ball up a fist or have claws or anything fucked up. Yeah, it's spooky, but why doesn't everybody just fucking link arms and charge? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And then while you say that, Dylan, I kept your recording. So just so everyone can hear the pure reaction that you had to this scene. Oh, no. Clip. All right. All right. You mean to tell me there's three people in this house, right? And they're trying to get out. And the only thing between them is a mannequin that turned its head. Pretty sure a mannequin can't ball a fist. I would link arms and fucking charge that motherfucker head on and get the fuck out. (laughs) And you know what? I I stand by it. I stand stand by by it. it. I agree. I agree. Because it's like. We won't have never seen this the, these clowns. And mind you, there's been multiple instances in both films where someone has came face fucking close to this thing and it's never tried to like grab them. Or, like Paul That's literally just, uh, walked up and thought it was Tony or someone. If you, hit it, if you hit it, the other homies come out and fuck you up. Maybe. I don't know. But like, <laughs> if you hit it, you get banned. I mean, but I agree. Morning, like, I mean, I guess it's the film and they're trying to be like, no, there's no way out. But it's like. You're going to really say, be like that thing against the four of us or the five of us is going to stop us from just fucking running out that back door. That yeah, back I got door? even madder because I was like, there's th- I was like, there's three of them. Why don't they just fucking charge? And I went, oh, wait a minute. It's a found footage movie. There's four of them. <laughs> I was like, why? There's there one more than they originally thought they had. That's a small army. Literally. <laughs> Run. Yeah, what are you saying? Pat. Oh, what if you woke up and it was hugging you? I'd fucking clown. kill myself. I'd fucking shit myself. I'd be myself. like, that's it. I'm done. Fuck this. I'm, I'm, I, I, w- this. I would, I would, I, I would, I would shit myself. I would think to myself, you know what? About time. About time. You know what? Someone saw the value in me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, so I think that this film is it, not as good as the first one. It's fun. I think it's a, like Dylan said earlier, it's a great kind of. You know, double feature kind of movie, back to back, have fun. It's ghoulish and whatnot. Unlike Halloween Kills, which oh is God. not because I, I think, will not shut up about it. <laughs> I think where the me movie all you is, does really good and really picks up a lot of the loose holes that are in the plot is the ending. 
So throughout the film, we're getting you know it's it's edited it's it's edited in the way that you know you're getting clips from the Morning Mystery Show, you're getting clips from behind the scenes with Jessica and her team, you're getting clips from the original movie, clips from all kinds of just random things stitched together. So like it, sometimes it feels kind of weird like how the movie's you know puzzled, but you know you have on the Morning Mystery Show you have this representative from Abaddon the town. Then you have Martin, the camera guy from the, who is from the documentary team from the first movie. Then you have the Zach Baggins of this movie. And then at the end, they cut the scene. They all get up and leave. And they're like, oh, the other guy, he just... What's his name? What is his name in this movie? Hold on. His name is Brian... No, he plays Arnold Tasselman, right? Mm. And... They get a call. It's like, oh, Arnold's team just called. He's he's going to be late. And they're like, what the fuck do you mean? He's just on the show. We just interviewed him, yeah. We, we literally just did a whole piece. He just walked off set. And that's where shit kind of just takes takes a turn for the absolute worst. But they did that at the end of the first movie. Not real. No. Where, where, did she, where they interview uh, so-and-so. And uh, who is Stone? No, no, no. It's the second movie. Then is that what? Introduce Sarah, and she leaves him into the house. Yeah, leaves him in the house. But yeah, what I'm saying, that's, that's like, the beginning of two. That's the beginning of two. Halfway through, and she's yeah. like, "I need to go to the hotel and uh, and lay down for a bit, and I'll be in room two C." And that's when they kind of connect that. Uh, once they get into the hotel, Abaddon Hotel, she's actually in that room, and that's the end of that film. But in this movie, giant spoiler alert: Arnold Tasselman is actually. Dun. Joe Biden. No. Nah, I'm just kidding. He is. Uh, now I can't think of his fucking name because you did that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Andrew Tully. He's Tully. Yeah. So Tully has never been killed. He's. He's been revealed that he has been the the puppet master from all along. And I I, I copied a clip from the movie that I really thought was like he was the best actor of the film, in my opinion, especially in this in the final scenes at the in at the kitchen table. Where he's like, you're all guests of the Abaddon now. And he does this creepy little thing. And I just wanted to play it. All I ever wanted was for more guests. Be my guest. Be my guest. And you all came. Just like Alex. Just like Diane. Don't you dare drop that! I just I I thought that line was really cool because the whole "Be My Guest" playing on the Disney "Be My Guest" song. Be my guest. Be my he guest. does it in such a like he really like his character really transitions from this like uptight bureaucratic yeah, to this like the skeptic on the. What was the point that you figured that out? You figured out the twist because it was like when he was talking to what was it Andrew when they did that flashback of the first one. I was like. That's the yeah, that's where that's where I show. got it because they that's don't ever like show him. And I was like, huh? Ah, that's him. him. That, it was yeah. him the whole time. Because we find out, thanks to the second film, that Alex, who said prior to in the first film that he had never been to this hotel before, was actually there in April and had this conversation. And that you know, so the, I love the a, fact it's a cool retcon to like add on to the plot of the second or the first movie that. It, it changes Alex's character for me, you know? Oh, yeah. It makes it more... Oh, well, I don't know if it makes him more like more sinister or the fact that, like, he is just... He's being manipulated by this dark force 
Yeah, you start picking up his behavior while he's acting the way he is. Well, I think yeah. it was cool too. Um, when they did that flashback, they showed that like notebook that he had, and he had he was these, always like, drawing in drawings yeah. and shit, yeah, like, all these like, crazy shit. stuff. And I was like, yeah. so like knowing that, going back to the first one, you were like, he was so like adamant on keeping it going, keeping it going, keeping it going, because like I feel like he was just already kind of like either like possessed or turned or like yeah, maybe definitely. like he was already kind of one of like the fucking ghosts and shit. Yeah. yeah. And, like, this literally whole thing was planned just to, like, get more people and, like, cause this whole, like, commotion and get more people to, like, you know, to come. Yep. So, I and that's, I love that dynamic. It's like I said, I was like, I love that the second movie just made the first movie that much better. Yeah. Like, and I agree. And I think, like, and I, I think, like, that ending piece is just so cool because it kind of explains a lot. You know, explain, you know, like, oh, like, like, how is, you know, how's it all working? Andrew Tully's still pulling the strings behind the curtains, you know. It's him and his ghoulish Satanist, you know, just feeding into the, feeding into people into the portal. You know, it, they, they're going to continue to use people. So, first it was Alex to pull his friends, and then it was Sarah to pull Diane, and then it was Mitch to pull Jessica, and, you know, at the Molly. end of this movie, we see... What do you mean, Molly? It pulled, pulled Jessica and Molly. What do you mean, Molly? Oh, I guess. I mean, it pulled Jessica and Molly was just a part of... I would say Molly was just along for the ride like Alex's friends were. So, like, there's always that one designated person. She's a witness if something if these people go missing. She's still outside, so that's why they brought her into the house. Yeah. Honestly, Portal, yay or nay? Nay. 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 It was really bad. Laughed my ass off. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> I could they I feel like they could have just implied that there's a portal there somehow um, us. but not show us and then it would have worked more I think like the in the first movie when they actually show us the basement scene finally when we actually see what the fuck was calling the carnage causing all the carnage how they just appear out of the corner right. is way cooler I think that's a cooler effect it felt like when you're watching paranormal activity this, the franchise as, as a whole and they reveal what uh, Toby looks like and I was like really okay yeah I guess yeah, the why you do that <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly um but I don't know I, I, again these are fun movies I mean it, it sets it up for a third one obviously because you know Andrew Tully makes uh, Mitch decide who's gonna be let loose this time and he picks Jessica and that's why we're getting those clips of Jessica being interviewed by the police. And they're like, you've been missing for five fucking days. So what we assume is like one night, honestly. It, it's been a culmination of five days of just hell. Um, which goes to the third movie, which we're not going to discuss. But I just wanted to like, you know, if you're out there and you want to watch these three films. The, the plot line for this, the third movie is nine years after the tragic events of Hell House. So one year following Hell House 2. The Abedine Hotel will once again be open to the public. Billionaire oh, Russell Wynn has taken his audience interactive show Insomnia into the abandoned hotel. Russell invites journalist Vanessa Shepard to the film, an exclusive behind-the-scenes documentary of the production. What she uncovers will shed light on Russell's true intentions for relocating his show to the Abedine uh, Hotel and the evil waiting to be unleashed um, there you go. That's the third movie st- storyline. If you, I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Want to watch it? Go watch it. It's I've I've seen it and it, it's not as good as I'm not gonna watch know, it this weekend. It, 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 the, they kind of steep down <laughs> as you go through them. The end. The end. Of, the third movie. I fell asleep. The end of two was very creepy. Yeah, 
I I think I think it was the creepiest out of all. Yeah, it was very creepy. I think that whole kitchen scene was that, that, was very I, effective. When someone's just staring at you smiling, it's just very fucked up. Yeah, it's just very. Why are you smiling up. like that? You don't like that. Yeah, I'm smiling. You don't even know it. Um, but I mean, what would you guys give each each movie? On uh, George, what's the rating scale for the movies? Mm, yeah, I guess you have a very. There's a very obvious choice. There is a. Uh... I think it's a uh, three pentagrams on the wall out of five. Three pentagrams on the wall out of five. Yeah, I can agree with that mm. for the first one. The second one, I'd do at two. The second 5. one, I'd probably like two pentagrams on the wall out of five. Yeah, I'd do two and a half pentagrams. <laughs> two on the wall. pentagrams on the wall in the basement out of five. Enjoyable, not complete trash. Gives you some, you know, some fills for those plot holes in the first one. Kind of answers some questions, but still leaves many questions unanswered for the, you know, the third film. But, man, oh, man, I think it's a fun watch for October. Um, that's kind of the reason why I wanted to do it. It's a good Halloween movie. Yeah. If we didn't have if we haven't already done Houses of October, we, we would have reviewed those houses because I just really do like those films more. Yeah. Uh, oh, we did them before. They were, we done, they were done way better. Not, not, to, not to take away, I literally think these movies are a great watch. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, I think there there is... There is entertainment in these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that like execution in some ways was just done very, Wasn't, very yeah. like, poorly. I think if you're looking for a night and you're theming your horror movies um, to fit a certain trope, and you're wanting like haunted attractions, like for me, my like my the movies I would pick would be you know the Houses of October Built One and Two, Hell House maybe Hell House Two, H- Haunt Haunt. Um, I would pick oh god. Haunt is the uh, Hellfest in Hellfest. Oh, Hellfest. Um, I haven't seen Hellfest yet. Hellfest is actually really fun. I I watched it one night when I was here by myself. Issa was out of town. I was like, you know what? We talked about, we watched the trailer on the podcast, but we never actually like did it. I haven't seen it yet. It's it's still it's one of those movies that just perpetuously sits on my watch list forever. Were we going to get uh, Van Screenings to that too? I think so. I can't remember that far back. But I think those are those would be the movies I would pick. Like if you're doing a haunted house themed horror movie night, you know, Houses of October Built, Hell Hell House, Haunt, and Hellfest. Um, they 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 all kind of do different things. So you have Haunt that's more inclusive to one haunt attraction. People are going through it and trying to survive once shit hits the fan. October, you know, people looking for the extreme haunts and unfortunately meeting the most extreme haunt. You know, you have the paranormal movie of uh, um of Hell House and then Hell Fest, you kind of get that like Halloween slasher, slasher, slasher um, you know, sh- shit that, you know, it's always in the back of your mind and you're in a haunt and you're just kind of like, at any moment, some motherfucker can just snap and start axe murdering motherfuckers and no one would really know if it was a part of the, the haunt or if it's right. real. Right, right, right. And that's, but the that's, best, the, that's the best thing about horror. Exactly. Also, it, it's, been, it's been a while since I watched like a found footage horror movie and this was a good one. Yeah, it was definitely good. Good, good one in the found footage genre. So again, if you haven't watched it and you stayed through, um, sorry for all the spoilers. Uh, you did that to yourself, but hopefully it made you want to watch these. Why are we even apologizing at this point? Anybody that listens to this podcast just. I'm knows. just saying, yeah. Hopefully it made you want to watch this. Just in case it's newcomers. Yeah, it's on Amazon. If you have the Shutter subscription, you can watch it. There's a director's cut of the first movie that I didn't know about. Dude, I didn't either. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it. The second one's on Shutter. The first one was on Tubi or on Tubi, whatever. 
Oh, well, but, oh so both. the first two have no. They're both cut? on Amazon. Yeah, no, but no, he's talking about the director's cut. Oh, the years. Is there a director's cut for the second one too? The director's cut's on Tubi. Oh, yeah. So but, whatever is different, I couldn't tell you because I didn't have never seen it, and you guys have never seen the original version. So who knows? Well, I guess we're gonna. There's one more no. ghoul scare in that in the director's cut. <laughs> one more. One more ghoulish scare. No. Uh, um. Yeah, I like the movie a lot. I yeah, thought they were I, both. I thought they were both good for sure. Like, I definitely one is better than two. I'd probably give one like. Uh, like if I was doing like a Metacritic rating, probably like sixty-eight, and I'd give the second one like a fifty-seven, maybe. Yeah, okay. yeah I would probably that's, say that's, that. That's fair. Yeah, I was. Them. I would say that. The first one just sure. had better scares. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, but they both flow into each other very well, and I do think that's a good like it's, well, night it, double feature thing for anybody. Yeah, that it, it shows that the right the director and writer thought methodically. Like th- these were all planned. I feel like he had a yeah. he had wrote a story, and it was like, how can I tell this within films? It's going to be a trilogy because it's very clear. And even this, excuse me, the third one sets up itself very well. It flows into this from the events of the second one very yeah. well. So he has that you know, that symmetry within all his films, where they kind of flow on top of each other, and it makes yeah. for a fun watch. And like before I ever joined this podcast, I always kind of strayed away from found footage films mm-hmm. like that it was never my thing and they were just never my thing but now but now my opinions like not, this movie didn't change my opinion completely but i've come around to realizing that wow there's a probably a ton of like good found footage movies that i mm-hmm. haven't seen have you ever seen wreck or uh some people call it record <laughs> i thought you said have you seen oh. shrek <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was I, like, I, "Have I seen Shrek?" Um, or have you seen? It's a Spanish movie, but it's uh, we remade it, and it's, our version is called Quarantine. Yeah, but it's yeah, called, I've seen it's Quarantine. R-E-C, it's record. It's it's Rec, like R E C for recording. Yeah, I haven't seen Rec. Some um, people call it Record or Rec, but Rec yeah. is a good found footage movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen Quarantine. Yeah, if you like yeah, Quarantine, I, you'll like Rec because it's okay. it's the same movie. Oh, okay. It's it's. I mean, it's not. It's just. It's the same style. Yeah, same. I get it. Same sort. But yeah, watch this movie, guys. I mean, we did a poll, and you know, a lot of people have said they have never seen this, and I think it's a fun watch. Um, we all seem to enjoy it, even though that the acting's not great. There's plot holes, but you know, it's it's it is what it is. It's it was shot with a ham sandwich, and it's it's living up to its fucking self. Um, it's it's not apologizing for what it is. It's giving you what you want: a haunted attraction full of paranormal scares, Satanism, and some ghoulish fun. Um, but I think that's really it. I mean, I think there's nothing else we want to say about the film. I think we kind of covered them both. Watch the third one excited? too. Are you guys excited for Antlers to come out? I'm very excited for Antlers to come out. Uh, I cannot wait to watch that fucking film. By the way, my theory was correct. It's about what? Wendigos. Is that's it? the monster. Yeah, because there's I haven't a, seen uh, the trailer. I saw a trailer. Oh, no, I saw a thing on Tubi. It was an ad. It was an ad during Hell House 1, and it was Guillermo del Toro, and he was talking about his movie, and he was like, Wendigo, blah, blah, blah. He said the word Wendigo, and I was mm. just like, aha, I knew it. Like, mm. So I'm, I'm double extra excited. I'm going to try and see it while I'm in New York. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking. You're Wendigo. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that film. Um, we all watch Dune. We all love that. Um, we won't oh my talk god, about, I love we it. won't talk about Dune. We'll save you guys all that. Um, 
But, you know, if you're, like, again, if you're in this area, you live near us in Orlando, go fucking to Pom Poms, get yourself the fucking flatliner. We designed it for fucking noon with us. Yeah, we designed it to kill you. Um, Clog your arteries. We'll be posting some images of that sandwich here shortly as soon as the people over at Pom Poms who are so graciously, you know, indulged in our ridiculous nonsense that we gave them. Um, There's nothing finer. There's nothing finer than being in your diner. So come on and eat a flatliner. (laughs) No, that's that's a sign. Yo, that was amazing. (laughs) That was the jingle. There it is. No, that's um, (laughs) nothing finer than being in your diner is what Jerry Seinfeld writes on an autograph for a diner in the middle of nowhere, upstate New York. (laughs) And he didn't, and he didn't like what he wrote. So he asked for it back and the waitress wouldn't give it back. (laughs) Dude, Dylan, I was laughing so fucking hard. I just watched the episode where Kramer gets kicked in the head. (laughs) <laughs> yo, yo, mama. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that's it. Hell no. Yeah, happening on my yes, watch. Yes, please. Um, but yeah, guys, go, we'll post some shit on the notes where you guys can go to Pom Poms. We're going to be promoting it on our Instagram and all that shit. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, the TikTok thing. Um, we're also going to be doing some spaces on Twitter, apparently, per George. Let's go. Uh, follow George's ghost sheet account, HJ Sheet Ghost. Um, that's a thing now. Uh, but other than that, guys, uh, I'm Mike. It's the hand ghost. It's the hand job ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pat. You're the I'm one Dylan. that called it the, horde, the fucking hand job podcast. I'm fucking horrible. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. He's pulling that back. All right. Um, I don't think George said bye, but uh, he's a ghoul and he's dead, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, said but bye as always, guys, say weird, and we'll see you next week when Patrick uh, does my taxes. All right. <laughs>